Apollo Brown. I'm representing Detroit. Those who don't know me, um, man, I, obviously I'm a producer and, and, and I love to make beats and, and I love to uh, make great music. This is supposed to be the place. I, I love it, man. Great, yeah, pro- yeah great Appreciate project. It. Appreciate it. No, really, man. I, I do Uber when I'm not doing this, and it's like the perfect soundtrack. Soundtrack man. to throw on. Yeah, man. You throw really. it on when you're when you're oh, actually yeah. okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what's up. absolutely. People always people don't get bothered by it. No, not at all, nice. man. They, nice. Lots of compliments. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, so it's been like eight, nine years since you had an it's instrumental been eight project. Eight years, man. Eight years. Yeah, it's been a while. What um, made you? It was time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was time. My, my last one was 38. 38 was kind of a, a themed. Well, they're all themed. Yeah. But so you had clouds, which which was themed. And that was more along the lines of um, just kind of at the time showing people because I came from the beat battle circuit. Yeah. And, you know, making beat battle type beats. You're making the hardest, loudest, trying to melt biggest some faces. beats that you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just all layered with all kinds of stuff and what we call crowd pleasers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just really wanted to, to to let people know that I can make stuff that will make you think, you know, make you, you know, take you places. So I did I did clouds and uh, I didn't realize that it was going to be such a kind of a critically acclaimed project, man. You know, what I'm saying it kind of took off and it, it's still doing well to this day. Oh, yeah. So then I came back, you know, a few, few years later and did 38, 38. I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more gritty grimy a little more you know back alley sounding mm-hmm. um almost like a uh not necessarily black exploitation but just like a soundtrack to an old movie right you know uh, i don't know if you a lot of people don't realize that the uh the cover for the cover art the artwork for clouds or not clouds but uh 38 is based on an old movie oh, okay which it, movie do you know that old movie can can you anybody here tell me what that that old movie is what Ah, boom. Okay. Taxi driver. So if you look at the cover to uh to 38, you'll see and and, and then look at the uh soundtrack cover to um Taxi Driver. It's same. I'm going to go study that. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted that to be themed and then um you know, fast forward 8 years later with this one, it's kind of a continuation of Clouds. Right. It's a little bit more removed, but um it's it was a different way for me to to make the music. Um, there's no traditional sampling on this album, okay. so everything is sound design. Awesome. You know, I enlisted a lot of uh, amazing sound designers and, and instrumentalists um, to, um, you know, their 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 um, I guess you would say their works of art um, and sampling that instead um, instead of traditional sampling. But I also wanted to make an album that either made you remember something or made you forget something. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's kind of where I was at with it. Okay. Um, it, it It's one of those albums that you can put on and use as a backdrop to whatever you're doing. Yeah. Whether you're cleaning the house, whether you're driving Uber, yep. um, whether you're working on your car or raking, mowing the lawn, whatever you're doing. So there's a lot of producers and a lot of artists that think, you know, if you went up to them and told them like, yo, your music's great for background music, they would get offended. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't get offended. I, I think background music is some of the best music that, that there is. It, it, it messes with your psyche and your subconscious mm-hmm. and, and you know, it, it takes you places and you don't even know it. 
So um, I've made this album to be background music. I want you to put it on and go about your day. You know, you don't have yeah. to sit down and study it. I don't right. want you to sit down and just sit there and listen to it. And like, oh, you don't have to. If you want to, cool. You don't have to. Just put it on in the background and go about your day. And that's why I made that album. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I mean that's 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 uh, that's the album. Awesome, I love it. You said it was you wanted to make someone remember something or forget something. Yeah. Was there something specific that you were that you remembered or that you were trying to forget that made so, you want? This must be the place. So a little bit about the title is more about it, it's that place where it's not a physical place. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, um, you know, people always talk about, you know, I want to get to that place in my life where I'm completely satisfied or. Right. um, And then that's how I feel about my life. So I feel like I've gotten to that place in my life where I'm good. I'm all right. I'm comfortable. I'm happy. You know, happiness to me is happy. Happiness and comfort are two of the most important things ever to me. So um, I have a beautiful wife. I have two beautiful children. Uh, I have an amazing home. I have the cars that I want. And and on top of all that, I have the career that I've always dreamed of. So, you know, I'm at a place in my life where I'm content Mm. and I'm happy. And that's where this must be the place. This, that feeling, this must be the feeling. It's really what it is. This must be the place. So it wasn't necessarily, each track wasn't necessarily made for me to remember or forget something, right. but just those people who can kind of relate, yeah, you know, and those people listening. Excellent. And that's awesome. And it makes so much sense. Now what you say that listening back, it just sounds like you were yeah. in a place of content, like you said, Absolutely, and yeah. that's what it is. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, I'm, I'm content. I'm making this music and it, and it kind of reflects that. Awesome. Awesome. Um, one thing I found really interesting when doing some research uh, was hearing you talk about the, um, how important it is for you arranging the order of the songs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like what's your process with that? Um, it's, it's usually about a week long process. Um, depending, it it doesn't really matter what album it is, whether it's a vocal album or an instrumental album. I'm more, I'm all about the roller coaster ride. Okay. Not so much on this album. There's not really a roller coaster ride on this album. Mm -hmm. It's all pretty much the same type of, I don't want to say somber or melancholy, but it kind of gives you that vibe. And and I don't want to. Somebody called me the king of melancholy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really. I I, I wouldn't put it there. I, I mean, melancholy is cool and all, but I don't want people to feel bad. I don't yeah. want people to be depressed when they listen to my music. I don't want people to, you know, go down a deep hole when they listen to my music. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's about. It's more so. Try, I'm trying to bring out emotions. Okay. I'm all about feeling. Feeling is the most important part of music to me. Whether I'm listening to it or whether I'm making it, if I don't feel it. I'm deleting it. Okay. If I'm not, if I don't feel what I'm listening to, I'm not going to listen to it anymore. I'm going to go something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's all about feeling and bringing those emotions up out of somebody who's listening. So yeah, man. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Definitely. Um, another thing kind of along those same lines, you talked about the difference between an instrumental album and a beat tape. And I was really curious, just like, especially for like a producer coming up, listening to this, like what sets apart like what is what can someone do to like set apart and actually make an instrumental album rather than a, a beat tape? I think what I mentioned before was like a theme. You know, mm-hmm. a theme is important. Yeah. When you're when you're doing an instrumental album, it's not about just slapping a bunch of beats on a 
on a CD or, or, or in, in an arrangement and just calling it an album. That's not an album. That's, that's right. just a bunch of beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They have nothing to do with each other. They, they, from one beat to the next, it just doesn't flow well. You know, it doesn't give you that, I don't know, that ride, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and I think a theme is, um, I think a theme is important, you know, and, and, um, I'm all about having an, an album that kind of all sounds alike. Is that know, how you start? Kinda, you know, as far as what? Like, do you have a theme in mind then, then you go, or do you have like beats and you're like, okay, this is, you know what? I, I don't, I don't create the theme beforehand. Okay. It kind of just flows. Comes. I kind of just yeah. go, you know, as I'm making the beats for it, um, or gathering the beats for it. Cause sometimes when I'm making an album, I'll have I'll start with beats that I've already made, right? That no one has ever heard. Were any of these from mm-hmm. like some of the cloud yeah. stuff that you did? No, 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 not with no. All of these beats were made during the uh, during the pandemic. Oh, okay, that makes sense. These were all made during the the lockdown and mm-hmm. all that stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? So um, everything is pretty, you know, pretty pretty new. Cool. Uh, within the last three years, um, and then we decided to uh, you know put it together, and and a lot of that stuff was made. Um, after I decided I was going to do an instrumental album, cool. you know, there was a few maybe that I started with mm-hmm. when I said, all right, well, let's do an instrumental album, you know? And then, um, I continued making, I think I made close to 40, 40 beats for, for the instrumental album Okay, and ended up using 21, Yeah, you know? And, and nowadays 21 is like, I'm saying like 21, a 21 track album, but I think you can get away with it with an instrumental album. Absolutely. I also think you can get away with it with a, with a compilation album. Yeah. Not with a regular album, not with an album with just me and an MC or something like that. Like the Detroit one that I can get. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like 20, I think 20 tracks as well. Mm -hmm. Um, that one really, I mean, what you can put what 80, 80 minutes on a, on a CD. Yeah. That, that album was 79 minutes and 30 seconds. It out. Literally couldn't put any more music on that album. Yeah. You know, and it all is, I couldn't even put interludes on that album. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how much music there was. There was an intro and music. That's true. And that's it. And there was 56 artists on that whole album. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 21 track album. You can get what, get away with it with a, with a, uh, with an instrumental album. Um, yeah. Cool. Was the pandemic, was that one of the reasons you went towards the instrumental, uh, thing or is just time like you, you know said. what that it, 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 it makes sense yeah it wasn't okay but it does make sense right that's a good story yeah it's, the, it's yeah. like yo you can't you can't be around people right now right so you might as well you know no but you know i made um the shay nor album during the pandemic okay um yeah. you know it, that's, that's like one of my it. favorite personal ones we, yeah oh, we God. made that right at the beginning of the pandemic okay. right before lockdown um and then uh you know during these last three years obviously you know, I made the Stally album as well. Yep. Um, and then this album and, and, but that, that is a good story. That's a good, right. you know, I might use that in other interviews. There you go. Uh, I might be like, yo, I made this album because I couldn't be around and didn't want to be around anybody else. <laughs> exactly. So we decided to do this, but no, that wasn't really it. You know, okay. it was just, it was time. It was eight years. Yeah. And so, I've had people over the years, you know, um, supporters, yeah, yeah. When, when we gonna get another instrumental album? You know, we want an instrumental album. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you 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 mentally have to prepare prepare for an instrumental album because, you know, every now and then you might get you know a couple people or whatever who will take the instrumentals and make their own albums out of them. And, okay, you know, right. Stuff like that and put them on the DSPs and 
Yeah, and I never send you the that. link to them and say, oh, check out my <laughs> album I made with your beats. Oh, man. And then you're like, oh, man, okay. You know, so you got to... You have to mentally prepare to make an, an instrumental album. So that's how people you know? send you your own. Oh beats yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely happened. <laughs> okay. You know, it's definitely that's happened. Bold. Or you have the people that'll say, "So, I bought this album. I spent my money on this album. So I'm entitled to the beats now. They're mine. I'm going to use them. that." Is it? That's interesting. And then you have to tell them like, "Yo, that's not that's not how it works." Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's like you know, just enjoy the album. It's for your listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, again, you have to mentally prepare to make an instrumental album. And I did for this one for a while. Right. Um, and I think it came out amazing. Yeah. I, I love you it, know, man. Really I, do. I love it. I've listened to this album probably 200 times. Awesome. Um, after after it was made and, and mastered and turned in and done and out, just because it's what I put on when I'm doing things. Yep. And I'm not even being biased. It's just it j- gets me through a task. Yeah. Ab- so. Absolutely. Perfect. Um, well, I think when we have Apollo Brown, we got to talk a little bit about Detroit, right? Okay. Synonymous, right? So, um, and just for our listeners, um, too, who are kind of getting to know you, what, just, what does the history of Detroit music mean to you and how has it influenced you? So, I mean, obviously you have, I mean, everybody knows you have Motown and, um, you know, where that comes from yeah. and, and. Barry Gordy uh, and all that. Yeah, Barry Gordy, you know, Temptations, Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder and the Jacksons. And, yeah. You know, certain places, you know, certain certain artists like that who are amazing. And, and without them, not sure where a lot of us would be musically, period, yeah. you know, in the world. Exactly. Not even just in Detroit. Yeah. Um, and then you got, you know, Detroit techno and house and, 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 and all that. And then you come forward and you have you know, the Dillas and the black milks and just amazing hip hop that comes out of Detroit. Yep. Um, I've always said, I think Detroit has some of the best uh, artists, but the best producers and, and MCs yeah. ever. Yeah. Or just in the game period. So um, I'm happy to, to represent that. Even though I don't think my sound is Detroit. Right. I don't have a, you know, your, your traditional Detroit sound. Um, it's my interpretation, like sincerely Detroit. That was my particular interpretation of Detroit sound mm-hmm. mine and mine only. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you asked another Detroiter, what's a Detroit sound, they would probably tell you something totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it just really depends on, on who you ask and, and what type of music you're asking about in right. Detroit. Um, but Detroit is a resilient city. You can walk outside and get inspiration just by walking around the block um, from the people, the sites, the buildings, whatever's going around on around you, the sounds. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's one of those places that it, it truly gives you. If you were there, you understand why the music that comes out of Detroit sounds the way it does. From whatever artist that puts music out, right? We all have a certain, even though it might not all sound alike, we all have a certain hurt and certain, um, just a, a deepness that comes to our music, a feeling that comes, you know, yeah. that that's in our music, and, and and we give to the rest of the world. Yeah, there's layers and layers. Oh, and layers. absolutely, absolutely, awesome. Because yeah, I was gonna ask like what, where the 
where the influence comes through on this must be the place, but you just said it, right? It's just walking outside. and I mean, literally, literally, you can just walk outside and stand on a porch and just look around, listen, you know, yeah. it, it, the inspiration's there. Awesome. Awesome. Who are some of the guys who are like up and coming that you think are doing a really good job representing that in, in Detroit that oh. maybe don't get enough recognition? Man, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a hard question actually, especially for somebody who, like me who just locks themselves in a basement <laughs> for sure and, and, and concentrates on my own stuff. That makes sense. Too. Um, it's funny because I have seasons where I just sit and listen to other people's music. Okay. Then I have certain seasons where I don't listen to other people's music at all. So I'm, I'm out of the loop. Got you. You know, I'm, I'm like case in point now where I just got done, you know, doing an album, I'm working on another album right now. You're and, in it. And I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm literally in the studio every day, all day working on my own music. And then I'll have off times where, you know, that's my time to catch up. Right. You know, I'll catch up on other people's music whether it's from Detroit or wherever it's from, cool. whether it's hip hop, it doesn't even have to be hip hop, whatever, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my time to catch up. So I still plan on doing that. So cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that question. Yeah. I was going to say you, yeah, you next season. Saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's not that season right now. Yeah. Cool. Like I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you who's up and coming in the industry period right, right now. Right. Because I'm so engulfed in what I'm doing. And so like I, my, the blinders on literally yeah, that makes sense you have um, to right i have to because i don't want any outside influences on what i'm working working on when i'm working on an album i, I rarely listen to other people's music i was about to say so you, do you do you listen to podcasts or anything or just like you're just in the I'm, zone I'm zoned, man yeah i'm focused in like cool. literally listening to what i'm working on yep over and over and over again Perfect. until it's like i don't want to i don't want to listen to it anymore you know and by the time the album comes out i've listened to it so much that I put the album on the shelf and never listen to it again. Cool. But this one you've been bumping though, right? This must be. The yeah. Point. This one right here. Like it, it, this one's crazy. This one, yep. like I said, I, I set it on, I'll put it on during whatever I'm doing. Awesome. And, um, just let it run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. And then, I mean, the whole reason we're here today, um, was mellow music group, right? So yeah, just, yeah. How, how'd you get, how'd you link up with mellow? Man, it, it's a crazy story because, um, so, January, the first week in January, 2010, I got laid off, laid off from my job. That same week, some dude named Michael Toll called me, didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. He represented Mellow Music Group. You're like, I who? Know who they were. Yeah. So who the hell are you? Yeah. Um, who are you? Why are you on my phone talking to me right now? I don't know you. How'd you get my number? <laughs> to this day, I don't even know how you got my number. I, I think it was finale. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, um, so I, I I didn't have time to do any research or anything like that. I didn't know I didn't know you know who he was or who the company was, but I did obviously afterwards. But yeah. he called me and 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 I believe that he had caught wind of an album that I put out in 2007 called Skilled Trade, which is actually an album that I hate to this day. I hate I hate this album. That's a strong word. I hate it. Wow. I hate the album. Okay. It was a bunch of unfinished material, a bunch of just old beats from the early 2000s that I put on. And and I wouldn't even call that. It's an instrumental album, but okay. I wouldn't even. It almost doesn't no mean- theme to it. It was, it was what I despise. It was okay. a bunch of beats just st- stuck together. And it was really me just putting myself out there, showing people that I make beats. Hmm. 
after 10 years of making beats and not showing anybody. I mean, right. Okay. Um, at that time I was a bedroom beat maker. Okay. So this is just you putting yourself out there. Putting myself out there. Okay. Yeah. Somehow he got a hold of it. Um, and it was either that or make do. I, it was one of the two, okay. both of those albums. <laughs> um, anyway, he called, said, Hey man, I'd love to bring you aboard. At that time, the label was very new. I think it was a year old. I think the only people on the label at that time was, I think it was Odyssey and Ken Starr. Okay. And uh, I think he dabbled with a few other people, but I think those were the two main players on the label at the time. He was a big fan of, uh, you know, the DMV hip hop scene, you know, low budget. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I understand low budget is amazing. So, um, but yeah, no, he, he, he hit me up and I, and, and we talked and talked and, um, Wanted me to bring you know, want to bring me aboard. And I said, all right, well, it's kind of perfect timing for me, but you know, I still wanted to play kind of hard to get. Right. Act like I was more important than I really was. Okay. But I told him, I said, all right, man, well, I, you know, I'll give you a year. And I said, if my, if my bank account doesn't reflect what I want it to reflect at the end of that year, or if my reputation as a producer doesn't reflect what I want it to reflect at the end of that year, um, I got to go back to work. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. have to update my resume and go back to work. And, Pay the bills. Uh, I haven't, um, I haven't went back to a nine to five since. Seems so like it worked out. It worked out. Um, you know, I owe I owe Mike a lot of uh, a lot of credit to who I am as a as a producer and, and as an artist, mm-hmm. um, helping to make me a household name in hip hop. And um, you know, we have a thirteen year partnership almost. You know what I'm saying? I call myself, I'm Kobe, man. I'm Kobe (laughs) when it comes to Mellow Music Group. I've only been with one label. You know, this is the only label I've ever been with. Kobe, Steph. Absolutely, man. So, um, and I'm happy. I get treated well. I have total creative control. Um, And I just try to make sure that everyone else, you know, everyone else around me is happy as well. And, 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 you know, obviously it's a business, but we're family first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're fans of hip hop first. Um, you know, this dude's one of my best friends. You know, how do you, I talk to this guy every day for 13 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just kind of, you, you develop, it's not a boss or label head subordinate artist relationship. Right. We're friends. You know what I'm saying? And it's one of those things where, he knows what I'm going to put out. He knows to trust the music that I'm going to, I'm going to give him. Mm-hmm. And I know to tr- that, that I, I trust what he's going to do with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and we've both helped uh mellow music group become a household name. Yeah, absolutely. Well. So, um, when you hear mellow music group, it's synonymous with Apollo Brown yep. and vice versa. Absolutely. You know, so it's, 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 it's a teammate part- partnership type thing. And, um, yeah, no, it's it's great, man. Excellent. Then that trust just allows you to do your thing, right? You don't have trust to worry is, about trust in this in this industry is important. Man. Yeah, I trust this dude with my life. Yeah, what I'm doing with this music is literally my life. It's how I put food on the table. It's how I feed my kids. It's how I clothe my kids. You know what I'm saying? It's how I put a roof over their heads. Yeah. And so, what I do with this music is my life, and I trust him with my life. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Awesome. So um, I think, you know, kind of wrapping up close here, but um, the mellow sessions that we're going to be doing tomorrow, that's going to 
be out already um, once this podcast drops. But okay. I wanted to ask about because here, so I'm just read this so I don't misquote you. But you said. I'm going to briefly and chronologically unpack all my albums over the last decade and a half in instrumental form and kind of take you through the years and chapters of Apollo Brown. Yes, yes. So my question was, when you were going through that process, going backwards 10 years, was there anything that surprised you or that you that you forgot that a memory that was brought up? As far as the the albums that I've made or, or what it took to make those albums or or what? Yeah, just um, really any like what it took. I mean, I go through all those albums and I get surprised. Like I listen to them, and I'm like, this is crazy. You know, I'll, I'll go back and listen to those albums, and I did that um, creating this set. Um, and I'm just like, man, this album was nuts. Exactly, because like you, you know, said, you kind of put it on the burner once you're finished with it. Yeah. So now you're yeah. you're relive, reliving it. Yeah. No, you you go back and you listen to stuff, and you're just like, um, like man, this album was amazing you know and not even you know not being biased or not being it just was i'm just like yo I, and i love all the music i make mm-hmm. you know I, I i or i wouldn't make it right you know what i'm saying i'm not i don't there's not there's no music out there that i've put out that i don't like i love all the music that i make mm. and um so when i go back and um listen to stuff that i put out 10 years ago or whatever um you know, it. I fall right back in love with it when I listen to it, and I haven't listened to it in years. Um, the artists I work with, I don't work with anyone I'm not a fan of. Everyone I work with, I'm a fan of, mm. first. And so, you know, I know what they're capable of. I know what, what they've done before me. I know what they've done after me. I'm a fan of them. And um, so I love listening to those projects and listening to what they've done and what they contributed to those projects as well. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, there's there's obviously certain feelings and certain emotions that go into each project. Um, those projects are like my kids. You know, I love them all with the same amount of love, mm-hmm. but differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. in, in a different way. You know, there were certain things that happened to create those projects or there were certain things or moments or whatever that were, was going on in my life when I created those projects. Same with the artists that I created the projects with. You know, there were certain projects that were really emotional to make and certain projects that were, you know, a breeze. So, it, it, you know, yeah, I mean, in, in what you just read, I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm going to do. I mean, it's it, it sounds a lot deeper than it is, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to start from from one and work my way all the way to, to now. Um, I'm going to give the people a couple tracks off of each each album. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do a lot of talking. I'm just going to let the music talk for me, let, let, it, let it speak, you know, for me. Yeah. Instrumental. I'm not going to play the actual songs. Okay. I'm going to play the beats cool. of those songs. Um, and that's, I'm going to do 25 of my albums that way. So, and then I think people who know my, they know my catalog, they'll follow right along with it. They'll be like, oh, this is from, oh, oh, and I'm going to do it in chronological order. So they know exactly where I'm coming from. You know, and, and, and what album it's coming from, and, and yeah, so it'll be cool.